today's Town Taster, we head down to Laverton. We head 17 kilometres southwest of Melbourne's CBD to the peaceful and tight-knit community of Laverton. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. With a population of 4,915 people, it is unique in that it is located within two local government areas, the city of Hobsons Bay and the city of Wyndham. Laverton's borders are formed by the old Geelong Road to the north and Prince's Freeway along the south and eastern boundaries. To the west, towards Williams Landing, is where Laverton shares a municipal boundary with the city of Wyndham. European settlement of the Laverton area dates from the 1840s, with land used mainly for farming. Early history saw a pastoral run owned by Alfred Langhorn, registered in the settlers' directory with the name of the land called Laverton, where the suburb got its name. It was in 1886 that developer and auctioneer C.R. Staples commissioned surveyors Bruford and Bram to design Laverton Township and persuade the railways to build a station on the Geelong Railway Line. Laverton's first primary school was opened by the Wesleyan Church on donated land in 1887. During the 1950s, a housing commission estate was established at Laverton. Today, most of Loverton's housing is in the architectural styles of the 1950s through to the 1980s. Predominantly, the housing is freestanding, single-storey and constructed using a range of building materials including timber, concrete, fibro and brick. There are also a few original RAAF houses near the base, along with a small number of older two-storey flats. The large size of the residential blocks in Laverton is attracting an increase in median density development where older houses are being demolished and replaced with two-storey townhouses and units. Significant to Laverton is the RAAF base Laverton, which opened in 1921, seven years after a base was established in nearby Point Cook. There is also the RAAF base Williams next to the RAAF Williams golf course. RAAF Williams is home to the Laverton Depot of the Australian Army Reserves, 8-7 Battalion of the Royal Victorian Regiment. Laverton has two train stations, Aircraft Station near the RAAF Williams Laverton Base and Laverton Station on the Werribee Railway Line. There are nine bus routes, with most leaving from Laverton Train Station and commuting to Sunshine Station, Footscray incorporating Altona Meadows and Altona, Williamstown, Sanctuary Lakes and Hoppers Crossing. The main natural feature in the suburb of Laverton is Laverton Creek. It passes through Laverton Creek Reserve on its way to Port Phillip Bay. In the reserve, you will find McCormick Park Playground that is known for its huge snake slithering out of the sand pit with a digger on the side. There is an obstacle balance course, tables, barbecues, toilets, bike paths and a skate park. It is also home to Laverton Swim and Fitness Centre, which has a 25-metre pool with swim school. Crossing over Belden Street, but still part of Laverton Reserve, you will find an off-leash dog park. 
There are also a few smaller parks and playgrounds in Lamberton. Epson Street Neighbourhood Park has a half court with basketball and netball goals, pump track for scooters, bikes and skateboards, and an upgraded playground. Bosey Street Reserve is located between Laverton Railway Station and Laverton Village Shopping Centre. It has a playground, public toilets and sheltered picnic tables. And Woods Reserve has a small playground, bike paths and is an ideal place to walk the dog on a lead. Smaller reserves and playgrounds can be found on Cole Street, Whitaker Avenue, Churnside Crescent and Summers Street. Laverton has three shopping precincts. The largest is located around Aviation Road, where you will find a bank, chemist, an IGA, takeaway shops, cafes, hairdressers, real estate agents, as well as specialty grocery stores and delicatessens. Across the railway in Lowe's and Wood Streets is another small shopping centre, along with a police station. There is also a butcher, a milk bar, takeaway food and specialty grocers. On Bladden Street, you will find Foodworks Laverton and some takeaway food shops, as well as an opportunity shop, laundromat and an A1 Indian sweet shop. Laverton has a large indoor-outdoor market located on Leaks Road in Laverton. The Rubble and Riches Laverton Market is one of Melbourne's biggest and busiest weekend markets, attracting hundreds of storeholders and thousands of customers with a sale of new and used merchandise. It is open on Saturdays and Sundays from 7am to 4pm with food and coffee stalls to make it a great day out. After the break, we're going to talk to the experts. Daniel Kennedy, Senior Sales and Partner of Stockdown Lego Laverton, is here to explain to us how real estate is faring in the southwest of Melbourne, in and around Laverton. So welcome, Daniel. How are you today? Yeah, good, Sue. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming along, selling real estate in uh, Laverton for? Jeez, uh, probably six years now, five or six years now I've been, been in Laverton okay. working around. Yeah. So what attracted you to Laverton over all the other areas of Melbourne to sell real estate? Uh, yeah, look, it was it just sort of happens, I guess. I, I put an application in. I originally started with Ray White, and and uh, I just put like an application in on their head office website, and I got an opportunity. I didn't even know where Labrador was when I first started. I'm originally from Shepparton, so oh wow, um, yeah. So I'm from a couple of hours away. I didn't know where Labrador was. I had to look it up on on uh, Google Maps, and yeah, uh, went down there for an interview, and and it worked out. And and yeah, five or six years later, I'm still there. And now you know Labrador like the back of your hand, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I know. Every street, uh, every, every park. <laughs> yeah, every school, yeah. every, every, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm a local. Yes, definitely. Sorry, what attracts people to Laverton as an area? Um, well, it's definitely an up-and-coming up area. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if you spoke to people that were buying property 10 or 15 years ago, it, it's, um, uh, it was, I guess it was a... a an entry-level suburb, people, I guess, turn their nose up to it. A, a, a lot of people would turn their nose up at it. but um, It was a bit rough? It, like it was, it was rough, yeah. It, it, I mean, let's be honest, it was originally a, a pretty much a whole, the whole community was commission homes or defence force uh, homes. It was built around the Graf Williams base. So, um, yeah. But now it, 
because of those old homes are, are being pulled down, there's a lot of new units and townhouses going up. Uh, a lot of knockdown rebuilds are starting to come into the community, which is great. Uh, and it's sort of next in line of million-dollar suburbs. If you go Williamstown, uh, Newport, Yarraville, Altona North, Altona, these are all million-dollar-plus entry points to get into them. And uh, next in line is, is Labadon. And, and if people don't want to go as far as Point Cook or any of those sort of suburbs. For instance, if you had work in that Laverton North area, live in Laverton, and then you have the lifestyle of, you know, three or four minutes down to the beach, you're kind of laughing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where our uh, Stockton Mega office was originally in Laverton North when we first first uh, opened up the business. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were situated in a, in a little industrial area and probably the worst spot for a real estate office you can think of. Um, yeah. But, it, yeah, it worked really well. Uh, yeah, it's, it's essentially located in, and there's a lot of in, industry around that Laverton North area. So, I mean, having a community around it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Now, um, what sales prices are we seeing for family homes now in Laverton? Like if you wanted something sort of four bedroom plus, sure. what kind of prices are you looking at? I mean, it's, it's a tricky question because like I said, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of those, um, a lot of the original homes, the old homes on five, six, 700 square meter blocks are, uh, ex-commission and ex-defence walls, and they're tiny. They, they were built, they're probably no more than sort of 13, 14 squares a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so uh, realistically, uh, you don't often see them come up renovated or extended. Most of the time, they just get pulled down and, and rebuilt. But if you are looking for those um, four-bed, two-bath, they're typically just big townhouses, 24, 25, 26-square townhouses, um, yeah. and, and you'll get them somewhere between 650 and 750 um that's pretty reasonable in in that pocket and they'll be brand new you get all the insurances you can think of uh seven year warranties um sometimes builders and developers will even let you pick and choose tiles colors stones appliances landscaping that sort of stuff as well so you can really custom build some of the stuff that um that that they're putting together if you get it early enough in the campaign if 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 we do buy it off the plan they'll let you pick and choose and put things together nice yeah, it's pretty reasonable considering how, like, how many Ks from the city are you? Uh, about 21 Ks from the city, so not too far. Yeah. That's not too bad. It, it, yeah. is pretty it is pretty reasonably bright. If you're on the other side of the bay, you'd be probably around the sort of Cheltenham area, I guess, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, and you're probably looking at, yeah, you're probably looking at about double that, so price-wise as well. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's not a bad not a bad opportunity. Um, like I said, there's just the stigma of of Laverton being a very working class suburb. So, um, yeah. and that's dramatically and Cheltenham was too, and in its time. Yeah, but like I had a friend who sold a four bed two bath townhouse in Cheltenham. Um, no, K Street wasn't the best part of Cheltenham, uh-huh. um, but I think they got about one point six for it. So yeah, God. Maybe in a few you years. Know. Maybe in a few years. Over here, maybe. <laughs> maybe Laverton will be there. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> just putting things in perspective yeah, anyway well. yeah so have you seen much of a price change in that you know like obviously yeah sort of six seven was probably what five five fifty eighteen months ago yeah yeah look um doing uh, doing my numbers i reckon that the market's at least six or seven percent up in in where we are that we were we were selling those smaller townhouses for Five sixty, seventy, eighty. There's some highs selling at six hundred fifty thousand. So the market's definitely up in the, in the last six or seven months. It's a great time to sell. Uh, there's probably a lack of stock yeah. where we are in the market, um, mm. which is which is helping uh, vendors a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, there's definitely some growth happening, um, and fingers crossed it'll keep growing. 
yeah that's what you want to hear don't you well for vendors yeah everybody that's got their name on a title wants to hear that yeah definitely now um how about units what what sort of prices are we seeing for a unit like a two-bedroom uh two-bedroom units uh for a brand new build can be up to about 500 grand uh if it's just a two-bed one bath single story um if they wanted to go you know if you get a double story townhouse it could be as as high as you know early early fives something around that that sort of dollar value in in the in the high falls early fives yeah so you're looking under sort of that 13 14 squares for a two better and a a sort of a sort of up to 20 squares for a three better double story yeah 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 in the ballpark of that yeah up to sort of 17 17 18 squares about ballpark for the for the three betters uh okay yeah but they're still reasonable sizes you don't really give a lot um, you just don't get the second living room on a on a 17, 18 square townhouse in that three bed, two bath sort of pocket. But there's still a, a reasonable side. You don't have to give up a lot. Um, yeah, a lot of the time they'll be street facing as well, which is a real bonus. Mm, yeah, it's nothing like having your own sort of, you know, title and nothing to share. Yeah, you know, yeah, you don't have yeah. to drive, drive down somebody else's driveway every time you want to go home. Yeah, nothing worse than that. Um, and somebody's blocked your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, are there any parts of Laverton that people are paying a premium for? Um, yeah, yeah, there would be. So um, Laverton as a suburb is tiny. It's only 17 or 1,800 homes. It's, it's really okay. um, really the, the newest subdivision of, of Laverton, uh, which is technically called Altona Meadows now, but the, they put the freeway okay. through originally. Uh, they're called one side Altona Meadows, one side Laverton. Uh, yeah. so the southern side of Laverton, so the side that's closest to the water, uh, it is the newer subdivision. The blocks get a little bit smaller. So rather than, uh, well, the frontages on the northern side of Laverton are, are 15, 16, 17 squares, uh, sorry, 15, 16, 17 metres wide, the blocks, uh, which means yeah. the blocks are 600, 700 squares, whereas the south yeah. side and Altona Meadows side uh, the blocks are smaller. They're typically 12 and a half metre wide blocks, uh, yeah. which make them uh, less desirable for redevelopment, which knocks the developers and builders out of the market. Uh, and like I said, it's the newer subdivision. So the homes are typically uh, rather than 50, 60, 70 years old, are 30 or 40 years old. Uh, yeah. They're much more desirable. Uh, they're much more livable typically. Uh, and they're in a better spot. They're, they're closer to Altona and all the amenities that Altona bring and also closer to the train station as well. So, um, yeah, So yeah, I would say the southern side of, of Laverton, closer to the Altona Meadow side, is probably the more desirable and, and where people are paying yeah. premium. Yeah, fair enough, which is good to see that, you know, because every, every suburb has, you know, good parts and bad parts, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, um, that's, that's exactly right, essentially. It's just that newer part. Everything's a little bit greener and, and uh, yeah. probably a bit, bit better maintained as well. Yeah, nice. Um, so do you find, you know, due to the um, RAAF base mm-hmm. that you get a lot of um, Air Force personnel or, you know, just those who just love the fact that the planes are just there? Like uh, some... Well, <laughs> well um, that's sort of a two-part, but... The uh, first and foremost, we, we don't really get a lot of RAAF personnel through there anymore. It's it's really only used for admin work. The the um the base these days. It's yeah. there's no planes going in or out. They they pulled uh the 
Runways Out, which is now a suburb called, they sold it off and it's now a suburb, a suburb called Williams Landing. Uh, it's okay. yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of like I, I knew that Williams Landing was there. Like um, my sons actually did a, a um, Air Force cadets for six months, and they had a camp at the Williams um, Air Base. Yeah, and I think yeah. they got to fly in a plane or something from there. I don't know. Maybe, that was only maybe three four years ago. Okay, maybe they are running. It would have been out of the Point Cook base. I know they do. There's a, uh, a Williams base at the back of Point Cook as well. Um, there's an Air Force base there. That they still have runways and stuff on. Um, okay, I know that I had to drop them off at Laverton. Okay, maybe it is. Then. Um, I'm not sure. But then they could have been shipped over to somewhere else. I don't know. It was for a weekend, so. No, but that, that base would have been amazing in its time. Um, I played. Oh, I've got, they've, they've got a golf course in there. I played golf in there a few times, and and. Doesn't that remind you of Top Gun? Hey, yeah. It reminds you of Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. Look, it's obviously run down these days, but in its time, it would have been absolutely amazing. It's got football fields, golf courses, yeah. got huge aircraft hangars. You can. Our office now is in Williams Landing. We're on a sixth floor there, so you can sort of see into the base a little bit and some of the old stuff that would have been amazing in its day. But yeah, we don't get a lot of yeah. personnel. Um, coming from the base. I have sold a couple of people, uh, sold to a couple of people. I'm more selling four people that worked there in the, in the eighties and nineties and never moved away. Um, yeah. that, are, that are retiring now. We are selling for a lot of the, the, the um, ex defense force personnel that are, that are moving on to wherever they're going. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it look, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it in, you know, the next decade, two decades, however long it's going to sit there, something amazing may pop up there, like Bloomsland. It could be a shopping center or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I can't imagine they're going to retain it forever. Thanks. They're rolling back in high point or something. Could well be, yeah, something like that would be nice. Well, it would be nice, but you know, now that we've gone through this COVID thing, who knows? Like yeah. online shopping, retail's dead almost. Yeah, well. Look, I for one, I'd be happy to go back to High Point at some point. I'm uh, <laughs> sick of buying clothes, two sizes too small for myself online. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's all about the try before you buy things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know your sales, but what's the rental market doing in Laverton? Anything exciting or um, you don't know really much? It's, look, it's probably, probably a little bit stagnant at the moment um, with not getting – I mean, we're probably – Price-wise, we're at the lower end of the market for for rental value. So it's, a, I guess, an entry-level yep. market is probably the best way to put it. Um, with so like two fifty to three hundred for a two-bedder unit, or um, a bit more, a little bit more than that, somewhere around the three hundred dollar mark um, for a, for a basic property. They can get up all the way to sort of four hundred and twenty, four hundred and thirty dollars a week for those townhouses. I was telling you about the the, the yep. 17, 18 square townhouses. They can get up into the mid fours. But typically, you can get something at, at, you know between three and three fifty is something pretty de- recent, uh, so reasonable. Yeah. Um, but again, with the lack of immigrants coming into the country at the moment, um, yeah, it is tough. A little bit tough to to. Um, and I guess people have been saving a lot of money over the last sort of twelve or eighteen months during lockdown. So a lot more people are buying property rather than renting. So those people that we probably would have been renting to for the past couple of years have had an opportunity to save a heap of money, and they're now buying property. So um, we're finding yeah. the rental market is, although we're not having issues leasing it out, we're, we're not getting a huge amount of growth in it at the moment. It's probably a little bit stuck. Mm. So uh, yeah. the rental market's the one downside to a really strong sale market is is that um, if people are buying property, they're not renting it. So we're not driving the prices up on, on rental properties or investment properties. So 
Um, that's the one downside, but it's still okay. Yeah. Yeah, like it's funny because there's some parts of Melbourne that are struggling to get rental properties and others are flooded with properties that they just can't rent. So um, you're probably in that. Yeah, I think we're in the second uh, boat there. Second boat? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, interesting because like I know down my way, down the peninsula mm-hmm. way, um, they just can't find properties to rent at all. Yeah, well. And they're paying a, pre- a premium for them. Yeah, maybe they're, so, they're probably trying to get out of Melbourne down your way, hey? Maybe. Well, I think they're also the, the ones that would traditionally be investment properties are still Airbnb properties. Okay. Yeah. And there's, there's value there and, for a lot of people too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, now, how can you help people looking to buy in Laverton? What, what do you, what sort of services do you do? Uh, as a business, we do we, we sell to vendors. We, we, we can do like an advocacy service for people that aren't sure about the process of purchasing. Um, even if you've got just basic questions and it's just a phone call, I'm happy to help, help out that way. Um, uh, I mean, third as well, because there is a, a, a lot of yeah. development uh, in Laverton, uh, our business is structured around that, that, that helping mum and dad investors that don't understand the process of redevelopment. Yeah. So um, we can essentially find you a property. Um, we've got links with uh, draftsmen, architects, builders, surveyors, all that stuff you need to get the project off the grounds. Uh, obviously, mortgage brokers, everything you need to. So from, from essentially working at how much we can spend to uh, essentially putting the property back on the market when we build them 12 months later, 18 months later to sell. So we've got a full package service there when it comes to the yeah. redevelopment. Um, and then, of course, just as, as any typical agent would do, it's, it's just helping you buy and sell property uh, and, and lease your property out as well. So um, that's that's essentially it, yeah, on our end. Sounds good. So how can people get in contact with you? Um, easiest way to get in contact with me, give me a call, 0439391073. Other than that, just drop us a line on our on our. Um, uh, either website uh, realestate.com's got a lot of opportunities now where you can you can just inquire straight to the agent rather than going through properties as well if you search agents in the suburbs there's an opportunity that way yeah um, and if you yeah if you wanted to shoot me an email it's just daniel.kennedy at stockdalelego.com.au sounds good so thank you so much Daniel for coming on to Real Estate Right today um, no I'm sure a lot of people learn a bit more about Laverton and, you know, it's a bit of an entry-level opportunity for those not sure um, where to buy in Melbourne, basically. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me soon. Yeah, absolutely. Look forward to meeting you people out there. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Now, this week on Thursday, we have Presses Pull from the Junk Man to talk to us about who to turn to when the cleaning and packing gets all too much. Presses specialises in hoarding and deceased estates, so it's a great episode for people who are wanting to help their loved ones move on to the next stage in life, so don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music, and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, contact Sue at Real Estate Right. If you
www.realestatebrighton.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right. Oh, 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 oh